This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, David, and today's game will be pitting the team of Benchwarmer Scott and assistant coach for our Patreon team, Adam Spees, against Benchwarmer Josh and equipment manager for our Patreon team, Ian Hollenberg. Let's start with Adam and Scott. Adam, I guess it's been a while since you've been on, so why don't you take a minute and to remind us where you're from, what teams you root for, what other trivia podcasts you might host, and anything else you want to talk about. <laughs> what a good segue. Yes, that's exactly. I do that. Uh, <laughs> hey, thank you guys for having me back on the show. I am Adam Spees. I am one half of the Throwback Trivia Takedown podcast, as well as the Blast From Our Past podcast, as well as the Cartwright of Seinfeld podcast. I love the podcast. It's what I do. And I love Scott. I'm so glad I actually get to be on his team this time. Um, besides that, I root for, first and foremost, the Georgia Bulldogs. Go dogs! Uh, I root for the Philadelphia Flyers, and I root for the Atlanta Bla- Braves. Nice. Good stuff. I will right, well, see if you still like Scott when this is over today. Scott, <laughs> why don't you uh, tell us how you're doing and uh, if you could share your your team name with Adam. I'm doing well. Um, I just officially yesterday joined a new kickball team for the fall season. So cats out of the bag to my existing team. I have to let them know soon. But uh, I'm good. I'm excited to uh, to like Adam said to team together. Typically, I don't do I don't win things that he hosts. So hopefully, I can win something with him on my team. Um, but yeah, I, we'll say it again at the end. But if you're listening to this and for some reason you don't listen to Throwback Trivia Takedown or Blast from Our Past, please go do so. Um, Adam and John do a great job. I've been on both shows. Marcus has been on both shows. Um, Eric, Dan, Josh have uh, been on Throwback Trivia Takedown. So there's a lot of uh, cross-representation. So we're always a friend of the podcast and, and we're excited to play tonight. Speaking of, Adam and I have been on many uh, podcasts together. We've counted yeah. down things together. We've counted down One Hit Wonders. We've counted down Crushes and so so turns out that we both had the same crush from the 2000s. Our number one was the same. And so I felt like our team name had to represent that. So tonight we're going to be We Heart Jessica Alba. Scott, do, do, you, want to, do you want to tell them that you had a picture of her like above, on your ceiling above your bed? Oh, that's not I, good. It was her Rolling Stone magazine cover. It was on my ceiling in high school because I wanted to fall asleep looking at her that's oh it okay wait and scott i just have to ask you recreational kickball is a free agent sport you can be recruited away from your team oh yeah and go absolutely and it's you can join any cutthroat, team man no you have to be invited to join a different team so i had been interviewing with multiple team captains over the past few weeks and i made my decision yesterday huh. the wow. decision you may and call you're taking it your talents. Uh, that's I right you'll be taking to, your talents yeah, to the take, taking my talent to the team called kick in a box Nice. It's oh, a good name. Awesome. All right. Well, let's go to the other team. Ian, welcome back to the bench. It's been a while since you've been on. I think last time you were on, I wasn't even on the bench yet. So why don't you take a minute to remind us uh, where you're from and what team you, you root for and any other updates on your life? Hi. Yeah. Thank you for having me back. This is my sixth time on the podcast. This is my third time as a player. I am 0-2, so I'm still looking for that first win. Um, I've also hosted three times, but I haven't been on since July of last year so been a while nice to be back um i live in new york city i switched jobs since i was last on the podcast i left the consulting world and now i'm a data scientist at an advertising agency 
Um, I'm still in New York, still a fan of the same teams, the Mets, the Giants, the Knicks, the Rangers, Syracuse, my alma mater, NYU, go Violets. And yeah, also, I just finished up my inaugural kickball season, and it wasn't a great season. Um, we went two and four. We didn't make the playoffs, and I'm exploring options for next season and beyond. Well, if you want to take your talents to L.A., then you could meet mm. up with Sam playing Scott's league. Yeah. Man, you got to join a league like mine where every team gets a trophy and makes the playoffs. We went 0-8 and, and still made the playoffs this season. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the difference between LA teams and I mean LA leagues and New York leagues. I think participation yeah. trophies versus you got to earn it trophies. Is that right. Exactly. I wanted exactly. to earn it. They said every team make the playoffs, and I said we don't deserve to. Yeah. I said I don't even want our team to play in the playoff game because that's not fair. Yeah, we finished eight out of ten, and they said at the end of the last week, either six or eight teams make the playoffs. We'll get back to you, and then they just never got back to us. So the implication was. Only six teams made the playoffs, <laughs> but they never actually formally told us that we didn't make the playoffs, but it's been two weeks since the last game, so I, I message received. All right, um, Josh, why don't you uh, tell us how you're doing tonight and uh, and a team name for you and Ian would be great. Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. I, uh, I can start doing some Tuesday recordings because I hadn't been able to for a long time because I'm in a new place where I have my own area away from people who might be sleeping at some point while we're recording so hey that's cool um and i feel kind of at home because i have my now i know this is audio we're talking about but those of you on the recording here you can see i have all my nerd cred stuff behind me so you know adam if you're ever looking for somebody to be on blast from your past i've got a bunch of old nerdy cred here i think so okay um, done just awesome i yeah i sports nerd uh, the old 80s cartoons nerd but no yeah things are things are good i'm feeling almost settled into the to the new place still about half our stuff is in boxes but we'll we'll get around to you know we have all our toothbrushes and everything on packs we have some of the you know most of the necessities um but anyway uh ian's in my team name since um we had a player who we both enjoyed very much play for the Minnesota Twins and the New York Mets. And I think we're in agreement that we believe that Johan Santana should be a hofer. Oh, wait, I mean, sorry, an HOFer. And for those of you, if you're still confused, that would be a Hall of Famer. Sounds good. I'm just waiting for, I'm just going to screw this up at some point. I'm going to say we heart Johan Santana or or uh, Jessica Alba should be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, I mean, I think all of those are facts. Sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get this going. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, since we have two guests tonight... I'm not really sure. I, I could flip a coin or maybe we should do this in honor of Adam. We should do this throwback trivia style. So yeah, 
I want you to both tell me your favorite bench warmer. No, no, maybe we should just. Oh, oh, no, let me, let me go, let me go. <laughs> we all know Scott. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to, well, but then I get to vote on whether what's the right answer, mm. right? So, you know, I'm not going to take that. All right, I'm going to flip a coin. So let's have, uh, let's have Adam, why don't you call it in the air? It's in the air. <laughs> tails never fails. Tails. And it is tails. So you can. You can either take the coin flip or you can defer to no, we'll give you the we'll give you the coin flip question. Yeah. Say deferring does nothing for us. That's yeah, absolutely correct. Well, 50, if you think they're way. if you think they're gonna mess it up. All right. Which has happened more frequently? A major league baseball player has hit four or more home runs in a game, or an NFL player has had five or more touchdowns in a game. Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's almost Thank you. like it would be close. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to remember the last five touchdown game and I am struggling to even remember that. I think that four Homer games might be a little bit more frequent. I just can't remember the last one. I know there were a ton in like uh, the early two thousands. Yeah. It does. If if you go what you want, I probably would go the NFL side of things. I think with like with the quarterbacks, I feel like it just, it hits a little bit more likely, um, but it's, it's a coin toss. Exactly. It's going to, uh, we got a 50, 50 to go for a 50, 50. So it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if we're including QBs, I, I was thinking. Is it? Yeah. I assume, I assume uh, throwing touchdowns. Counts? No, this is scoring touchdowns. I'm sorry. I should have been more specific. That's oh, what I figured. Well, that's, I've been, yeah. Damn you, David. <laughs> that's uh, the thing. If this is throwing touchdowns, that's yeah, that was okay, last season. All right. Yeah. Okay. Then Adam, have you been peeking in on our <laughs> internal chats? Cause damn you, David seems to come up quite a bit. <laughs> that's right. Chats, so. <laughs> I don't know if that changes what you, what you think. Uh, it probably would. Cause this is, uh, you know, this is going to be five rushing. Yeah. yeah. Receiving and rushing is, is much more difficult to get. Five is a lot with the way they yeah. spread the ball around now. Yeah. 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 Different receivers and running back by committee. I feel yeah. like it's, yeah, let's go, let's go MLB. All right. We're going to go four Homer MLB games checked in. Okay. So five touchdowns or more scoring has happened 16 times. Most recently, actually just last year by Jonathan Taylor, four home run games have happened. 18 times. Hey. So points to you guys. Most recently, actually, by JD Martinez. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So it's been more recent. I'm I don't know. The way things are going, I'm not completely convinced that uh that the that the five touchdowns is going to pass the four home runs at some point. But as of right now, 10 points, 10 points for Jessica Alba or we heart Jessica Alba. See, I almost did it. I almost called her Hall of Famer right out of the gate. She is a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. In my heart. <laughs> All right. So heading into the first quarter, we have a score of we heart Jessica Alba. 10 points and Johan Santana should be a hall of famer yet to get on the board. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the bench warmers trivia podcast, including bonus episodes, and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. Our first quarter today will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, 
What all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Question number one of pre and post game. Say for one small stint coaching the Lightning, he has been ESPN's go-to voice on hockey for 25 years with the granddaddy of all mullets and the granddaddy of them all. All right, we're checked in. All right, Rehart Jessica Alba has checked in. Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. Can talk it out. Ian, I think you're right with the the first half being Barry Melrose. Yeah, I'm pretty confident on that. Um, And and it fits with the granddaddy of them all, which um, is a bowl game that I wish my team would get to play in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That'd be the Rose Bowl. So Barry Melrose Bowl, you're good with that? Yep, I'm good with that. All right, we'll check that in. All right. And we are Jessica Alba. What did you guys have? Uh, yeah, I immediately sent over to Adam Barry Melrose. I was trying to see if I could contort this to be Barry Melrose-somania, because that's also the granddaddy <laughs> of them all. But it didn't quite seem to work, so we also went with Barry Melrose Bowl. And points for both teams. Well done. Well done. Yeah, so Melrose joined ESPN in 1996. Time has gone very quickly. I'd just forgotten it had been that long. He left ESPN in 2008. A lot of people might remember he went to the Lightning. He lasted less than 20 games, and they just you know fired him, and he went he went right back to ESPN. So there it is. All right, question number two of pre and post game. According to GameSpot, the best selling video game franchise of the year through June, and their 2022 cover player. That probably could say the best selling sports video game franchise, if that helps. <laughs> I, I, I figured. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I'll just, you know, be clear. We will check in. All right. We Heart Jessica Alba has checked in. Once again, Johan Santana should be a uh, Hall of Famer. Please talk it out. Josh, I'm struggling with this one. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I think FIFA or Madden are the ones that make sense, but I can't think of anybody who. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of any Den, Denny, Dennis, anything like that who would be on the cover of Madden this year, and i not not thinking of anything. I'm trying to think of different machinations of FIFA. FIFA, FIFA World Cup, uh, men's players, women's players. No one is jumping to mind. I can't think of anybody soccer-wise who was like, fa, fa, fa. Uh, there a, a Fabio, someone. Um, <laughs> I just want to see oh, the graphic of Fabio on the cover of FIFA. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so, Bombek, what do you want to do? Do you want to just check in with Mad Dennis Green? It's not going to be that, but <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. Um, do, is there any player that it actually might be from football side? I, that starts with like Dan or M. <laughs> MLB Bombe. the show. MLB the show. Tani. Shohei Otani. There's how MLB. Could, the, how could MLB, MLB the, the show? Shohei MLB the show. Hey Otani. That that's probably it. How is that the best selling video sports video game franchise? But I mean, it works. Let's it go. Works. With it works. So let's go. Yeah, we're checking in with MLB the show. Hey Otani. All right. And we heart Jessica Alba. What did you have? 
David, I'd like to lodge a formal complaint that you asked them for an answer. They took 15 seconds. One of them took 15 seconds to berate you, and then they checked in with the right answer. I'm lodging a formal protest. Um, yeah, we had the same discussion between like FIFA and then Madden. Nothing seemed to work. NBA 2K, and I was like, is there a, you know, a K that works, but it didn't seem to work. Then I thought, I don't know how it's the best selling, but the only one that fit was MLB the Shohei Otani, and I'm pretty sure he was the cover athlete, so we checked in with that. Both teams are receiving points, and the very little bit that I gave you to latch on to was it said best-selling sports video game franchise of the year through June because the football tends to right, sell. Right, because Madden doesn't come out. Yeah. Madden doesn't come out, and it, start, and it sells obviously more during the football season. I think by mm -hmm. Super Bowl, by the time that happens at the beginning of the calendar year, people are sort of bought up if they're going to buy it. So people get excited during spring training. That's when they buy baseball. So FIFA, FIFA comes out in September, right? I think around then. So it's probably the same. That right makes sense. The so yeah. there you go. There's no way in any real realm of anything when you take a full year into account that the MLB, the show is, they're probably not even top five when it gets to a full year. I bet you're right, but that's why I put through <laughs> June of this year. So all right, question number three of pre and post game. Besides Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods, the only golfer to win four majors before the age of 25 and the last pitcher to throw a no-hitter in the postseason. All right, we're checking in. All right, Yohan Santana should be a Hall of Famer, has checked in. We heart Jessica Alba. Your turn to talk it out. I think we just got it. Yeah, I, I thought it might be Sam Sneed, but... Scott knows uh, his baseball and he's pretty sure it's Roy Halliday. So if it's Roy, then it's probably going to be Rory, Rory McElroy Halliday. Boom. Check it in. All right. And Johan Santana should be Hall of Famer. What did you guys have? Yeah, we had the same answer. I remember reading that when following the open a few weeks back that Rory McElroy did win four majors before turning 25, but he's on a bit of a cold spell right now. So yes, we also checked in with Rory McElroy Halliday. That's right. Points all around. So, of course, Roy Halladay is the only uh, person to the only pitcher to throw a no hitter in the postseason, except for uh, going back to Don Larson in 56. But of course, that was in the World Series. And um, that was in 2010, I think, against the Reds, if I remember right. I, I know it was the Reds. Yeah. Yeah. OK, there you go. And 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 you're exactly right. Uh, what you were saying, Ian, that that Roy McElroy sort of, you know, when he was still very young, he won the U.S. Open in 2011, very quickly won the PGA Championship in 2012. And then won the PGA and the British Open in 2014, and I think he's only won maybe one major since. So it's been a while. He's got a bit of a bit of a dry spell, but yes, well done to both teams. All right, our last question of pre and post game: Purdue point guard and number five pick in the 2022 NBA draft and college athletic conference mistakenly thought to have been named for the number of schools in the original conference, at least in Roman numerals. Okay. All right, Scott's all over this. We're checked in. All right. We heart Jessica Alba has checked in. Johan Santana, get your full allotment of time to talk this out. All right. So the first half is Jaden Ivey. I don't know what the second half would be, but it's in Roman numerals. So V I I I, like the big eight. Well, but it's got to come up. I mean, it has to. It's Jaden yeah. Ivey wouldn't. I mean, Ivy League. Oh, but I guess, but. Did the Ivy League have, did they. Well, I and V are oh okay. I see. Are, um, are numeral, right? Are uh, the be four, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I see everything. Yeah. So I I, yeah. I can't think of anything else that would go no, with. It's I gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta be Jaden Ivy League. You want to check in? 
Yes, and David uh, is a Ivy Leaguer, so it makes sense that this would be the route he would go. I'll check. We'll, we'll check in with <laughs> all right, Jaden Ivy League. All right, and Jessica Alba fan club. What'd you guys get? Had this before you finished reading the question. It just did nothing else made sense with you. So we also checked in with Jaden Ivy League. Yes, that that is correct. And the Ivy League, uh, a lot of people believe erroneously that that the league was named because there were originally four teams in the Ivy League. Four in Roman numerals is, of course, IV. And so a lot of people think that's why it was originally called the Ivy League. And there's a lot of debate as to whether that was where it was from. But most sources say that is not how it got its name. Um, so I think it was more because of the Ivy look of the old school um, on the walls. So anyway, well yes, done, Jaden Ivy the, League. Uh, the, uh... Pretentiousness, pretentiousness, yeah. <laughs> the pretentiousness of ivy-covered buildings. I think yes, that yeah. would probably be more correct. I mean, David, you should know. I, you were there when all these schools opened. That's right. <laughs> right. Founding of the conference. That's yes, of course. Right. Do you, do you think Wrigley Field is pretentious? Uh, I, oh, oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Fair enough. All right. We're, so after the first quarter, we have scores. Of We Heart Jessica Alba with 110 points, and Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer with 100 points. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host, with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one of the missing link. Before the Charlotte Bobcats in 2004, the last expansion team in the NBA that was not part of a two-team expansion. We're checked in. All right. We Heart Jessica Alba has checked in. Johan Santana Fan Club. Talk it out. I you're confident that the two Canada teams came in together? They did. They did. Okay. Vancouver and Toronto came in together. Cool. So what were some of the other expansion teams trying to think? Did the Pelicans actually get a expansion team? Well, no, the, the Hornets just moved to New Orleans and then they became the Pelicans and then Charlotte reinstated the Hornets. So I okay. don't think... I couldn't remember how that all happened. Yeah, then the Bobcats came in, but then they yeah, got to exactly. the Hornets they, back. But yeah, exactly. But now, but the Pelicans have the old... Or the new Charlotte Hornets have the old Charlotte Hornets history. I, I, can't, I can't even follow that. I, yeah. But what about the Magic? They came in with the Timberwolves. All right. I think... Mm-hmm. I think they were the same year. Yeah, it sounds sounds right. Uh man, man. Um, were the Rockets an expansion team or were they No, I think they yeah. relocated from San Diego. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to go back because the Timberwolves were the late it was like eighty nine. Not gonna be of much help. <laughs> I'm not sure I have anything. I'm trying I can't think of who would have come in, in the early eighties as an expansion team. Phoenix Suns, when do they come in? I think they were around. They were around already? Sure. All right, checking in with the Phoenix Suns. Okay, and we heart Jessica Alba. What did you guys have? 
I believe the Suns uh, lost the coin flip to draft Lou Cinder in 1969. So um, they were around longer than people think. Um, we were, I was thinking, sorry, we were thinking we're a team. You, you were, I didn't do squat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I knew that the magic Timberwolves, Hornets and heat all came in together in a two year span. It was like two and two. I don't remember which, you know, pair it was, but those four all came in. I know they came together. The Canadian teams came together. So I knew this had to be at least mid eighties. And then just from just things I picked up watching like YouTube videos, and then something that, that I read once about Mark Aguirre, I'm pretty sure the Mavericks were an expansion team in like the early 80s. So we checked in with the Dallas Mavericks. One team is receiving points. Uh, and I think between the two teams, I think you you pieced just about the whole history together. So Charlotte came in in 2004. That was the second instance of Charlotte. The first instance was the one that moved to New Orleans and eventually became the Pelicans. And then Ian had the rest in terms of how they switched around the Hornets and the Bobcat stuff. 95 was Toronto and Vancouver. You guys mentioned that. 89 was Minnesota and Orlando. 88 was the first Hornets and Miami Heat. And then before that, going back to 1980, it was the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. Well yeah, done. Yeah, would have never got there. I, I think I feel like people forget they were an expansion team because all those teams moved and relocated and all those yeah. ABA teams, like it, it was so muddied back it was, then. It was very I, confusing. Yeah. That is a team I pay next to uh, no win. Uh, I, I, they don't get any of my time. <laughs> they can have Walling's time. That's fine. They don't get mine. They get a lot of Walling's time. So that's, that's probably plenty. <laughs> all right. Question number two, the only original AFL team that won a Super Bowl in the 1990s. We're going to check in. All right. We heart Jessica Alba has checked in. Once again, Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer about two minutes. I don't think we're going to need two minutes. I think when we, the 90s, uh, we're jam packed with NFC teams that won, which were all not part of the AFL. So I think that only leaves at the end was the Denver Broncos. I think they were an original AFL team. Yeah, they were in AFL team. The question is, were they an original AFL okay. team? So here's the thing. All the other teams that won were NFC. Were and NFC, which I, in the beginning, they took the NFC. The NFL teams made them the NFC. The AFL teams made them the AFC, I do believe. Um, so I'm good checking in with the Broncos if you Yeah, are. I just, the other ones are all, yeah. All right. I say we go with it. All right, checking in with the Denver Broncos. All right, and we are Jessica Alba. What did you have? Yeah, we listed out all the Super Bowl winners in the 90s, and the only one that even made a little bit of sense to us was the Broncos, so we also checked in Denver Broncos. And both teams are receiving points. The Jets obviously only won much earlier. The Patriots only won later. The Bills, they lost four times. (laughs) Uh, We had the Oilers. They've never won. The Chargers. um, The Raiders, I think, last won. Was it 84, 85, somewhere in there? And of course, the Dallas Texans, who became the Kansas City Chiefs, had won earlier and won later, but did not win in the 90s. Right. So the correct answer is the Denver Broncos. And our themed linked answers thus far for our missing link are the Dallas Mavericks and the Denver Broncos. Question number three, offensive MVPs of this bowl game over the last 10 years have included Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, JT Barrett, Blake Bortles, and Marcus Mariota. All right, we're checking in. All right, Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer, has checked in. We heart Jessica Alba. Uh, yeah, without question. You know that, Scott. You're just giving me something to do. 
<laughs> I I see you sitting there, and I I don't You're want just, you. To... Yeah, I don't need your pity. Look, <laughs> we got Jess Galvin, her team name. I don't know what's going on under the table there. I just I want you to you know. Yeah, to, I'm, thi- to, I'm to thinking about Dark Angel. Uh, I'm thinking about right. Sin City. <laughs> I, into the blue. Chuck. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Burrow was the championship game for sure. Um, the other ones were not. Uh, yeah. No, they wouldn't have been. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty I mean, sure that was went, I, but lost. Right. I'm pretty sure that was the Fiesta Bowl when LSU won it. Cool. I believe so. Um, if you're good with that, we're gonna check in with the Fiesta Bowl. I like it. All right. And you and Santana, what did you guys have? Yeah, so looking at the list of quarterbacks, the one that really stuck out to me was Bortles, uh, because he went to UCF and UCF doesn't typically play in big name bowl game. So I was trying to remember which bowl game UCF played in with Bortles. And I seem to remember the Fiesta Bowl and Bombeck agreed. So we also checked in with the Fiesta Bowl. And both teams are receiving points. And yeah, you're right. It's a pretty, it's a pretty diverse group of quarterbacks um, from all different conferences, but you're right. You're right to key in on Blake Bortles because he is the one that sort of stands out as obviously not being one of the big five conferences. And yes, it is the Fiesta Bowl. So well done to both teams. And the theme-linked answers thus far are Dallas Mavericks, Denver Broncos, and Fiesta Bowl. Question number four, school and team name for the college that was the subject of the Pony Express scandal of the early 1980s. Well, we'll check in. All right. Uh, Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer has checked in. We are Jessica Alba. Please talk it out. I'm familiar with the Pony Express scandal. I remember... You know, I think there was either a 30 for 30 or some sort of documentary that I watched about it, but eluding me what what it was. So now I'm just trying to think of different scandals and what schools were involved to see if I can match up school with scandal. The school scandal matching game. Yeah, right? (laughs) That sounds like a Sporkle quiz. It does. It totally does. Shout out to Sporkle. We need a sponsor. Are you tired of talking about shaving your balls? Oh, we'll never get tired of that. (laughs) Never get tired of that. I have no clue. I don't even know what part of the country the school was in to yeah. try to narrow it down. Pony Express. Is there a reason it's called that? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, what? Pony Express is. So it's like if, if we're Northeast, th- right? <laughs> yeah. But and if, if I'm thinking if do they call it the Pony Express because of that or do they call it because the team is is like a horse themed. That's another that's another thing. Um, yeah. So like when I think horse nicknames or mascots, right, that aren't. Broncos, since mm-hmm. it's already been in this one, I'm thinking like that. Just see what I typed. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would work. Um, yeah. So if it is, let's say Mustangs, what school is that? Who are the Mustangs? Uh, the SMU are they Mustangs? I can't really think of who the Mustangs are. I'm gonna need an answer. All right, we'll give you one 25 seconds, David. <laughs> oh, she's. <four. laughs> You know, this guy who, when he gets teamed with Mason, will talk for eight hours about every possible answer is giving crap to anybody else taking a few seconds. Really? Really? You're giving me more time now. No, he's he's not. Josh was just filibustering. You're out of time now. That was really 20 extra seconds. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go with the SMU Mustangs. All right. And Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. What did you guys have? It absolutely was uh, Southern Methodist University, SMU. And the team name, you didn't say, but 
Mustangs. Yeah, okay. That is correct. Both teams are right. And Scott, you probably did see the 30 for 30. I think uh, playing off of Pony Express, I think they called it Pony Excess uh, in the mm-hmm. in the 30 for 30. And it was actually quite quite good. I, I mean, I'm old enough to remember all of this with Eric Dickerson and Craig James and all of that. But yes, there was a it was it was pretty corrupt times for sure. All right. Our themed linked answers thus far are Dallas Mavericks, Denver Broncos, Fiesta Bowl, and the SMU Mustangs. All right. I'm going to do something a little bit different for question five. That's going to make Josh's head hurt, but it's not so bad. Since since when Scott comes on my games, I always try to work in one wrestling question, but I realize that's not fair for everybody. I have two alternates for question five. You can pick which one you want to go with. There's no bonus points or anything. I'm going to give you two completely different questions. Both work with the theme and you answer whichever one your, your team decides you want to. Okay. But spoiler alert, one of them is a wrestling question. I just didn't think it was fair to throw in two wrestling questions or, or just leave with one. All right. So question five, alternative number one, team name for the Philadelphia Atlantic 10 University that included among its players, Tim Legler, Lionel Simmons, and Kobe's dad, Joe Jellybean Bryant. Okay. That's question five, alternative one and alternative, alternative two, the only wrestler to have won a Royal Rumble a money in the bank, a king in the ring, and the intercontinental championship. Checked in. All right. We are Jessica Alba has checked in. Johan Santana fan club. Talk it out. I'm back. Are you good with um, uh, LaSalle Explorers? That's like, yeah. All right. Check in with LaSalle Explorers. All right. And we heart Jessica Alba. What did you guys have? Not checked in with LaSalle Explorers. We checked in with my all-time favorite wrestler, Edge. And both teams are receiving points. Yes, that's right. So it's LaSalle Explorers. I didn't know how many hints I should give because it's not exactly a common Division One team, but obviously for anybody who pays attention to Philadelphia basketball at all, it's not so bad. And yes, Edge is the only guy to win the Royal Rumble, money in the bank, king of the ring, and the Intercontinental Championship. I had to add on the Intercontinental Championship because- Because oh, other Scott, guys have done. Sheamus has done. Yeah. The Who's other the, three. The a Royal Rumble, money in the bank, and king of the ring. Sheamus has done it. And who else? One other guy. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Well done. All right. Well done. All right. So our Nerd. Themed link- <laughs> he's the he's the rated R superstar. He's good stuff. All right. So our themed linked answers are the Dallas Mavericks, the Denver Broncos, the Fiesta Bowl, the SMU Mustangs, LaSalle Explorers, and Edge. Both teams checked in correct answers. I will just tell you. After question three, we heart Jessica Alba checked in. And then just after that. Johan Santana checked in. So Scott and Adam, I'll let you guys reveal your answer. Go for it, sir. Yeah, um, we thought at first, all right, was this uh, horse-related stuff? And, you know, you kind of stuck around that for a bit. Uh, but then we realized, no, this is uh, models of Ford cars that you have put up. And that is correct. Yep. Well done. Well done. Yeah, teams did get it pretty quickly, and I I thought they might, but I thought it was Thought it was worth it for a change. I'm so going to be honest. Had had Mustang been the third question and not Fiesta, we may have checked mm-hmm. in with with horse logos or something. I I absolutely yeah. thought of going that way, but then I was like, shoot, if somebody checks in after three with horses, I'm going to get. I'm, yeah. I'm never going to hear the end of it. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, the point is to have a red herring. No, I know, I know, I know. Let's see. Thanks to the hundred points for that and an extra question being answered, we have the following scores. So, with a Small lead, we have We Heart Jessica Alba with 310 points, and Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer with 230. Still a long way to go. That will bring us to halftime. 
It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. And this halftime is all about sitcom characters that are sports writers. And I can only find three of them, so it works with halftime. Yeah, glad you have Adam, right? Question number one. What long-running sitcom of the 90s and 2000s features a title character who is a sports writer for Newsday? think so i think so yeah good yeah. i like Pretty it sure yeah that's what's the one i was thinking it wasn't what? one i watched but i i like it should we should we three two one this sounds like we all know it we can i like to i like the three two ones i think it's fun all right is, is everyone ready to check in are all yeah. four of us gonna we are. It? yeah <laughs> yeah let's all we'll all three two one it. all right i will i will count you down and then everybody can so we're gonna it. do three two one then say it what's gonna what's gonna stink is at some point somebody has one of these wrong but okay here we go on on one three two one Arliss. Arliss. <laughs> what just happened now we gotta backtrack okay since we three two one now i have to No, ask. i think we all got it oh did, did, nah. did everybody I mean, Josh it? said it. I said it. Adam said it. I, that sounded like you guys were saying something else. I don't know what yeah. you said. <laughs> what did you say? I'm so confused. Let's back up. Adam, what did you say? I said Arliss. Okay. And Josh and Ian, what did you guys say? We said oh. everyone loves Raymond. It's everybody. Or every, whichever. Okay. <laughs> whichever. <laughs> so... The correct answer is everybody loves Raymond. Oh, that is amazing that I, I just called out that people are going to get this wrong on a three, two, one someday. And sure enough, <laughs> it happened. I cursed it. Um, but that is correct. So that is points for Johan Santana. Yeah. Hold on. I don't know if it is. They said everyone loves Raymond. I'm giving them credit. No yeah. kidding. I'm messing with you. <laughs> Ever since the story about Ian being 0-2 and being carried to a loss by Ian, I feel bad. No, don't feel bad. <laughs> they deserve that loss. They earned uh-huh. it. <laughs> They worked hard. That was crazy. Okay. Yeah, that was weird because I was like, you guys didn't say what I was. Yeah, I heard what Ian was saying. Yeah. Uh, All right. Question number two. What character of a Neil Simon play turned movie and sitcom is a New York City sports writer? All right. We'll check in. All right. Yohan Santana has checked in. Jessica Alba, talk it out. I didn't even know Neil Simon did plays. Neil Simon's what? He was one of the hair metal guys, right? Or something. No. <laughs> I think that's Paul Simon. No, Paul Simon is not a hair metal. Paul Simon was folk. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting. What was Neil? Who was Neil Simon? I don't know. It's a mixture of Neil Diamond and Paul Simon. Simon. Simon? No. He was a playwright. Just fine. I, obviously. I'm thinking of Neil, there's a Neil who was in a crappy hair metal band. And I can't remember. Motley Crue. Neil Pert. Maybe that no Neil from Pert Rush? was Rush. I'm like he was. Is that not, they're, they're, I can't think of what his name is. The get from Motley Crue. That's probably Neil. who I'm thinking of. Vince Neil. Vince, Vince Neil. Neil. Vince Neil is who I'm Vince thinking Neil. of. <laughs> Vince Neil is who I'm thinking of. Well, here we go. Pre and post game. Vince Neil Simon. Here we I'm go. I'm like yeah. I don't think Vince Neil's writing plays. I don't know if he's <sighs> if he can read and write. Yeah, I I, I this means City nothing sports. to me. Movie. So all right, let's just do that. A yeah, movie yeah. and a sitcom. What, yeah. What movie also became a sitcom? What character? I can't even. I mean, movie and sitcom. There's so many. The nanny. Did they have a? Did they have a movie? No, she was a nanny. She wasn't a she sports was a writer. Nanny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed that like the pop culture ones are the ones where we're gonna lose our points. I, I know we had a perfect game up until the last question. Yeah, uh, we were Roy Halliday in this thing. Uh huh. 
sitcoms and movies. Mm-hmm. It's not. Is it Carrie Bradshaw? Was she a sports writer? It's a sitcom and a movie. I, I don't know what they did for a living besides complain. Was it a play? Was Sex in the City a play? <laughs> I think it became a play after. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. it went backwards. I think it was sitcom movie, <laughs> possible crappy off-Broadway show. Uh, I don't know this. I'm just trying to think of sitcoms that also had a movie, and that's not working but it was, well for me. It was a play turn or turn yeah turned. Yeah, the play means nothing to me because if it's not like oh. a popular play, I, I I'm not gonna have heard of it. I'm more of a <laughs> musical guy. I prefer my plays with music. Yeah. <laughs> Turn movie and sitcom. But it has so it has to be both. Right. Based I just on, don't based is on da- this play. That is damn Yankees all of those things? Was there a damn Yankees sitcom I, that I don't know about? I don't know. I, it, it, even if we know that we may not know the characters. Know the characters. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah you so can't just come up with the uh Arliss, it's definitely Arliss. At least we uh, can sound somewhat smart if we had the show we have. Oh my god! Would save some face, but I, I just don't think that's going to happen here. No, I, uh, I, uh, no, no clue. All right, let's go with our list. Check it right. in. All right, okay. Uh, and Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. What do you guys have? If I told you it was the Odd Couple, would that help you at all? Is it Felix and someone? Jack Lemmon. It is Felix and Oscar. Felix and the writer under. was Oscar Madison. <laughs> no, it wasn't one. T- one team is receiving points. Yeah. So Neil Simon wrote. A lot of famous plays. He wrote The Odd Couple. He also wrote Barefoot in the Park. He wrote. He wrote. Um, uh, shoot, I'm missing. It. Uh, I think he wrote The Goodbye Girls. Uh, the girl, girls, 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 girls. No, not that one. Oh, that was okay. that was Vince Neil again. That was a, that oh, was, my that, bad. That was Neil comma Vince. Funny <laughs> <laughs> scene in the phone book. The Odd Couple was a play, and then it was a movie with with uh, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon, who are pretty obviously pretty famous pair in movies. And then later it was Jack yeah. Klugman and Tony Randall, and then much later. Matthew was, Perry and Thomas Ma- Lennon, right? That's yeah. right. It was Matthew Perry. And actually, in the when they redid it with Matthew Perry, Matthew Perry was not just a sports writer, but he was also a sports radio talk host. So that was a that was an extra bonus. But yes, the correct answer was Oscar Madison. So points to Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. Well nice. done. Remember that slight lead we had, Adam, <laughs> going was... into this round? Okay. Question number three. In 2004, 2005, a sitcom called Listen Up ran for 22 episodes on CBS. It was based on the life of Tony Kornheiser. Both the main character and the Michael Wilbon-inspired co-star were played by actors who were on long-running NBC sitcoms that each ran for 180-plus episodes in the 80s and 90s. Both NBC shows, and both were named for the star of the show. Name either of the two actors. We're checking in. All right. Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. He's checking in. We heart Jessica Alba. Uh, all right adam here here's uh, our here's what we do yeah we have whatever time we have left to think of nbc shows yep from the 80s and 90s that are named after the star or we check in with our list so we have some options here uh so let's see 100, 180 episodes so those are long M- nbc right and it's a, and it's sitcom so it's not yeah we can throw out like dramas and you know like legal yep. type shows uh, so, nbc nbc did um um the the thursday the must be the the both the nbc shows thursday. named for the star of the show yeah, so we just need like star. a just need a star that's the show is named well, we after one right white so it's like a black guy so it's like a roseanne <laughs> but not just because, just yeah. just to clarify those are the names of the shows but the actors were on those shows those are not the the main actors. oh i gotcha i gotcha okay, okay all right 
So this okay. oh okay. So this could be like Roseanne, John uh, Goodman, the star yeah, of Roseanne, but not yeah, named. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. That helps, but also probably doesn't. It, it, uh, <laughs> it makes it more difficult. Honestly, but I, I agree that the Michael Wilbon inspired character would hopefully be a black actor. So I, that <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, it could maybe. be loosely based on yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so if that's the case, I mean, that that should maybe narrow it down. A little bit like uh-huh. unfortunately there weren't as many no. black sitcom characters back then so oh right. man right. so i'm trying to think of like yeah those shows what are the nbc Must sitcoms be, uh seinfeld no black people on seinfeld no not a single nope <laughs> well not, not in so the it could have been a character it could have been a character on there who was there, playing... was a, there was a lawyer who was a black man. Uh, well, th- maybe the white guy. Yeah, from Jackie Seinfeld. Childs. There you go. You got <laughs> Jackie Childs. Maybe the Tony Kornheiser characters. From, was this? Uh, I can't m- picture any of them playing. No. Yeah. With Jason Alexander playing Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> yeah. up. Michael Richards. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. L four hundred five. Was that when he? No, that was after, right? When he got into all his. No, I think I think that was before he got into. Okay, his so role. yeah, he probably wasn't getting a show then. He had the Michael Richards show for a while, right. actually. What else was on the NBC, same night right, as Seinfeld? Friend, Friends was on NBC. But that's not named after in the nineties. Star Seinfeld is named after its own star. Frazier. Frazier, possibly. Could it be it Kelsey Grammer. CBS. Did he do this before? But in well, between, it's not, that's not named after the star. Frazier is named after the character, not the star. I'm gonna need an answer. I'm so. I'm lost. gonna give you 15 seconds. I think we're gonna check in with our list, right? <laughs> no, I mean, right. uh, Jason Alexander. Maybe, maybe they, right, uh, there yeah. it is. he looks yep. kind of like Michael Wilborn. Uh, just Michael like. Wilborn. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks like a white Michael Wilborn. I'll give it to you. <sighs> loosely inspired, loosely, <laughs> very loosely. We're checked in with that, David. So, you checked in. I just want to clarify you checked in with Jason Alexander. All right, fair enough. And Johan Santana, what you guys have? I'd never heard of this show, but I said to bomb back. It's possible that Jason Alexander played Tony Kornheiser, and we couldn't yes. think of anything better. So yeah. we also went with Jason Alexander, but but he not as Michael Wilborn. He looks he looks yeah, way Josh, more like Michael Wilborn or Michael Wilborn, right? Born, whatever. Wilborn. No, it, he, okay. He was the Tony Kornheiser. I don't yeah. think I don't think I've ever been prouder to say that both teams are receiving points. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> so yes jason alexander of course from seinfeld and the other show you're missing from the 80s and 90s was the cosby show and michael Wilbon was playing, played by malcolm jamal warner uh, that is correct ooh. so the correct answers you were looking for were malcolm jamal warner and jason alexander no I, wonder I, got canceled i'm blown away but well done to both teams <laughs> okay after halftime johan santana has has closed the gap and is now at 305 points. And We Heart Jessica Alba still has a lead with 335 points. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. And that will bring us to the third quarter, which will be David versus Goliath. 
David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. Question number one. So the inspiration for this question goes to um, our Patreon supporter and equipment manager, Tim Simplot, who sent me the idea for the question, and I just tacked on the Goliath. So here we go. David, what 21st century ex-Red Sox player and one-time batting champion has the most home runs in Major League Baseball history for a player with the initials MLB? For Goliath, what 21st century ex-Red Sox player and one-time batting champion has the most home runs in MLB history for a player with the initials HR? We're checking in. Johan Santana should be Hall of Famers. Checked in. We heart Jessica Alba. A few minutes to talk it out. HR are the initials. Yeah. So you, if you can give me some H names, I might be able to get this. Yeah. Harold. Yeah. It's not Harold Reynolds. He certainly wasn't a 21st century Red Sox. I, why am I blanking on Red Sox players? Horasco? I don't know. One, what? That's what? a name. Horatio? Horatio, yeah. Horatio Sands, the SNL guy? One-time batting champ. It's a batting champ in the last 20 years, basically. Why can't I think of... Hans? Is there any German is... players? In, no. Uh, Howard, Harold, Hugo, Hubert. Hugh, yeah. Uh... Hurley. Oh, is this Hugo Reyes from Lost? That's HR. Heath. Heath. They did have some Heaths, the Red Sox, but they were all most of them were pitchers, I think. I can't even think of who this would be. I'm going to be so upset when I hear this because I obviously it's going to be a name that I know because it's 21st century baseball. Herb? Is there a Herb out there? <laughs> the 21st century? Uh, probably not. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Oh, man. This is bothering me. David is Mookie Betts. I know that. Mm -hmm. I know that his parents specifically made those his initials with dreams that he would play in the major leagues. Wow. I've heard that story. So that's definitely. So we have our fallback. Oh, so his parents get to be FTGs. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. F those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even trying to think of Red Sox batting champs, and it's like Bill Miller, Kevin Euclid, none of those guys. Obviously, their initials any, aren't HR. Like, yeah, so. any Rodriguez's or anything like that for the R's? I'm trying to think of it last, like, like popular. Yeah, no, it's R a good, names. good way to think about it, too. I mean, there's a lot of, obviously, it's baseball. There's a ton of Rodriguez's, but yeah. I can't think of, like, a, I can't think of, like, a Humberto Rodriguez or anything like that. So, <laughs> oh, man, I don't have it. So we'll check in with the David answer of Mookie Betts. All right. And Johan Santana, what did you guys have? So for some reason... Hanley Ramirez came to me right away for the That's Goliath, yep. and I don't remember him winning a batting title with the Red Sox. But I don't with know if that was necessarily part of the question. He won one. He was on yep. the Red Sox, and he won one batting title. So, yeah, we checked in with the Goliath of Hanley Ramirez. And both teams are receiving points. Yeah, so Mookie Betts won over 200 career home runs. He won his batting title in 2018 when he also won the MVP with the Red Sox. And Hanley Ramirez actually had two different stints with the Red Sox because he came up, and then he was – he was part of the big package that that uh, the got, Josh Beckett trade, the Josh, the Josh Beckett, Beckett trade. trade. That's right, yeah. right. 
but he won when he went to the Marlins, he won a batting title with the Marlins and then eventually came back to the Red Sox. Um, so yes, both teams receiving points. Well done. Both teams. Damn it, Adam, had you said Ramirez and not Rodriguez, yeah. I might have been able to get I thought you were going to go there next. So I, I, I was thinking that. No. When you said give me some H names, I was thinking, no, you'd be better off asking for R names. Uh, yeah. I was thinking it. the same thing. I'm like, yeah. I don't think you're going to get to Hamley. Yeah. No, no. No, definitely not. All right. Question number two, David. Who was the last Heisman Trophy winner to be drafted number one overall in the NFL draft? And Goliath, who was the last non-quarterback Heisman Trophy winner to be drafted number one overall in the NFL draft. Spoiler alert, guys. We're checking in with the David answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Arliss. Arliss. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. The episode title is 321 Arliss. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, we are Jessica Alba has checked in. And Johan Santana should be Hall of Famer. You guys have a couple minutes to talk it out. So we know the David. The David's Joe Burrow. Yeah. Because Trevor Lawrence didn't win a Heisman, and I don't even remember the name of the guy the Texans took first this year, or whoever went. Just, the Jaguars took first this year. Sorry. Um. So it's, he's a Georgia Bulldog. Oh, Trayvon Walker. That's his name, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay, but he did not. He's not a quarterback, and he didn't win the Heisman. Well, he so, was like the fourth, the fourth best defensive lineman on his team this past season. So yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He we had um, some good. We had some good defensive players. Not gonna ridiculously lie. good defensive players. Um. But Bombeck. Uh. OJ Simpson, did he go number one overall? I don't know. And I, man, I'm, that would be a long way back. There's, yeah, because there were a lot of running backs who won in this stretch between, you know, yeah, there in 2000, him in 2000, like 2000. So I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing, I feel most comfortable just checking in with Burrow and at least, you know, stay within striking distance. Yep. All I right, agree. cool. All right, cool. So we are checking in with the David answer of Joe Burrow. And Jessica Alba, what did you guys have? We did the exact same thing. Arliss. <laughs> oh, I mean, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so both teams are receiving David points. And the Goliath is actually a huge name, but it does go pretty far back. And the answer is actually Bo Jackson. Oh, oh wow. mother. That's the one name I sent to Scott. Adam had said- it in our chat. So what's funny is that, like, I mean, obviously everybody knows this, but the trend towards away from running backs and towards quarterbacks means that like both in the NFL and in college, if you go back far enough, you get like the Bo Jacksons, the OJ Simpsons, the George Rogers, the, the Billy Sims, I think was the number one pick. I mean, Marcus Allen. I mean, all, a lot of these guys who won Heisman trophies as running backs then came out and were number one picks. And then it all shifted to quarterbacks. Um, so yes, it was in fact, Bo Jackson. So that breaks the Marcus sure. rule of not having, of not having huge names be Goliath answers, but I thought that was significantly harder than it was. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. Was wow, good. Adam, Adam, Adam was, was on it, it and I, I, he, I didn't feel. Did confident. he get drafted by somebody and then didn't play for right. them and then went back into so, the draft the next? Yeah, year? that's that's another that's another weird thing with Bo Jackson. I think Bo Jackson told Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay sucked at the time. You know, don't don't draft me, don't draft me. I'm not going to play there, whatever. And then yeah. he got drafted. He said, "Screw it, I'm going to play baseball." And then the next year, the Raiders took a flyer on him, like. I don't know. I can't remember. It wasn't, it was not in the first round. It was maybe fourth, fifth round. That's what was thrown. And, then, me, yeah. and they, they convinced him to come, to come play football. And then he was obviously dual sporting. So yes. yeah, as soon as you, as soon as you said Bo Jackson, it made me think that there was something like, it wasn't Fishy. just a straight up, like you remember yeah. he was the number one pick necessarily. Yes. Unless yes. you remembered that he didn't uh-huh. play for them. 
went and played yes. baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I had to remember that Joe Burrow did those things because I was like, oh, it's Sam Bradford for sure. And then I'm like, wait, <laughs> nope, Kyler Murray did it. Yeah. And then right after that, Joe Burrow did it. The only thing that could possibly give you a hiccup is Baker like, Mayfield, I, didn't he? Uh, he went number one, didn't he? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a trend going. Yeah. There's a run of them for sure. There's a run of them. Uh-huh. And, and I was I was afraid somebody was going to get tripped up because I keep forgetting Trevor Lawrence didn't win the Heisman because I think I he finished yeah. second. But but I, I think five years from now, I won't remember that. All right. Question number three, our last David and Goliath. So for David, I'm looking for the first father son duo that each had 30, 30 seasons. And in fact, each had five of them. OK, for Goliath, I'm looking for the first and only teammates to both have 30, 30 seasons. And I'm going to give you a hint. It happened in the 1980s. We're checked in. We are. Jessica Alba has checked in. Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. You have about 30 seconds. All right. Are you We're confident tra- that the David is the Bonzes? I'm almost certain of that. I don't think. Uh, you don't think Griffey Sr. had? I don't think Griffey Sr. would have had. I don't know if he had 30 home runs. He was more of a table setter for the reds i don't know if he would he might have he probably had the 30 steals but i don't know if he would have had 30 home runs in his you know okay that's fine but but i'm I'm almost certain it would be the bonds okay Um, yeah i'm not super confident with any goliath i mean it might be it might be a man so real quick so it's not going to be canseco because there was no other a who would have done it did Henderson that, not overlap with Conseco? He wouldn't have. I don't think he would have hit 30 home runs. Okay, he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't have that kind of power. Yeah. Um, Eric Davis did it for the Reds. Again, I can't think of another Red. And I said Daryl Strawberry did, and that's where I was trying to think of other Mets yeah. from like and around big, that 86. Yeah, I mean, the big power hitters were Keith uh, so Hernandez, not necessarily big, Barry Carter. not necessarily needing like big 30. Home Who were their outfielders? They had Lenny Dykstra, um, Ray Knight. I mean, Dykstra, Knight, Strawberry, and then was the other field for that one. Um, Where the other Howard, Howard Johnson, um, Lee would McLean. if he had thirty steals? Would Howard Johnson have had thirty steals? I don't know. I'm not feeling confident enough with. All right. Uh, do you want to check in with the Bonzes, David? I'd I'd rather do that than just picking a second player off of maybe the Mets, or I could be wrong. Maybe there was a Red or an A who did it. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, let's just let's go with okay. the David for the bonds check that in. OK, and we heart Jessica Alba. What did you guys have? We had a very similar discussion. For some reason, I thought this might have been Eric Davis and his Reds teammate, but I couldn't think of a Reds teammate with Eric Davis. So we checked in with the David answer of the bonds and both teams are receiving David points. Yeah. So Barry and Bobby Bonds are the only guys that have done it five times and they each did it five times i think the only other person that did it close to that was maybe it was soriano i think had four of them mm. um and in terms of the goliath uh ian and and josh you guys were all over it and just about on top of it in 1987 harold strawberry and howard johnson oh. both okay, went so 30 30 uh, and yeah. we were getting we we're coming down to crunch time there and i just and if none of those names were jumping at ian for me to i like I said i just i couldn't think of an a or a red who mm. did it along with Seiko or eric yeah. david and then i and since ian wasn't feeling confident enough and the mets are his team i was like if you're not if none of those names were jumping out at him how many home runs did howard johnson have in 87 <laughs> probably 31 <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't many more than that uh let's yeah. say that, it was he was in 87 he was 36 32 and strawberry oh, wow. was 39 36 
Okay. Oh, wow. That's probably why they ended up Listen. naming the hotel chain after him, because he went 30-30. <laughs> nah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> I stayed in a hojo once. Not fun. So, after the third quarter, we have scores of Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer with 405 points, and we heart Jessica Alba with 410 points. So it is still very much anyone's ballgame. Support for today's Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. All of us here at Benchwarmers received the performance package as a part of our Manscaped sponsorship, and I can speak with authority that it is filled with all sorts of goodies. I highly recommend you give it a try. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use the code BENCH at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. So don't forget, use the promo code BENCH, B-E-N-C-H, at checkout, manscaped.com. We head to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, express yourself which is about MLB accomplishments. Question two, Vogue, which will be about NBA MVPs and near misses. Question three will be Lucky Star, which will be about hockey. Question four will be This Used to Be My Playground, which will be about number one NFL picks. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the question. Question number one of the fourth quarter, express yourself. Only two players in the last 50 years have had 20 doubles, 20 triples, 20 home runs, and 20 steals all in the same season. And amazingly, both did it in the same season, 2007. One was in the AL, one was in the NL. I need you to name both players. We are checked in. All right. We heart Jessica Alba has checked in. Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. About a minute and a half left. Okay. Yeah. So... It was the beginning of Pedroia's career, but I know he won an MVP early on in his career, which is why I'm thinking that it could be that. But I do like Granderson too for the AL player. I'm trying to think of what year that was. I don't. He didn't win it that year. I don't think. I mean, he I was think, 08, I think was might have been oh eight. Yeah, he might have been called up in the middle of oh seven. I'm pretty sure he was on that World Series winning team, but I don't know if he would have had. Um, and Granderson came to mind just because he played with the he was on the Tigers at that time. And as a Twins really fan, good. I would get to see a lot. And he definitely is a guy that had enough pop to get to 20 home runs and definitely enough speed to get all those other accolades. Um, that's where I hit, that's where he came up for me. I was kind of right in where he was yeah um doing really well i can't remember what year he ended up going to what the yankees i think after the tigers yeah, at some point and then eventually he made his way to the mets but i like that for the al i think reyes jose reyes and jimmy rollins both make sense 
for the NL player. I just know in 2007, Jose Reyes was really good. I mean, that's when he was stealing a crazy number of bases and he had pop, but could be Rollins also. So I just know that that was kind of in that time frame when Rollins was also just, you know, you know, he had that, I don't know, three, four year stretch where he was just uh, hitting, you know, like I said, that was the first name that came to mind when I was thinking NL around that time. That's all. I, you feel better about Rollins and Reyes? I do, just because I, I don't, I don't know. I, his name comes up a little more often for just in general when it comes to feats, I think. And just, okay. Or, you know, and he's, isn't he on the ballot for his, I don't know if he's still on mm-hmm. the ballot or not. Yeah, we can go. We can go with Curtis Granderson and Jimmy Rollins if you want. I don't, have, I mean, I feel good about those. I'm, okay, I'm yeah. Sure, let's, but, uh, let's do it. All right, cool. Okay. So we're going with Curtis Granderson and Jimmy Rollins for 100 points. Okay, and we heart Jessica Alba. What did you guys have? Oh, your answers are way better than ours. <laughs> As soon as she said them, I was like, man, I like those better. Um, Jimmy Rollins has better numbers than Barry Larkin. Um, would that to come up before on here? But that's a fact if you look at uh, stats. We didn't say those guys, but I wish we had. I think it might be Reyes, though, too. Really wasn't sure on this. I completely forgot about Curtis Granderson, and I wish I hadn't. I literally saw a picture of him today because I did the Subway Series, and he said something about you know being a Yankee and a Met. So he, he should have been in my mind, but he wasn't. So I thought Ichiro because... Well, it's Ichiro and it's 2007 and he did have the sneaky pop, you know, once in a while. So we said Ichiro for AL and then guys in the NL, I was just trying to think of guys that could do that. I know this guy was coming off of some really big seasons and I think he was a Met or was close to being a Met around this time. So I tried to play game theory a little bit. So we said Ichiro and Carlos Beltran for a 100 point. Respectable guesses. One team is actually receiving points. And the correct answers are Curtis Granderson yeah. and Jimmy Rollins. So Jimmy Rollins actually won the MVP that year. Yep. 20, 20 triples is the rarity, especially in this day and age. So yeah. when you when you go way back in the history of baseball, 20 triples wasn't as rare, but 20 home runs was. So it made it a lot harder to a lot harder to hit 20 in, in all four of these categories. Uh, I just went to look to remind myself, but neither Reyes nor Ichiro ever hit 20 home runs. I was going to say, I thought that was my sticking point for both yep. of them was I didn't, I, I didn't think Ichiro got to 20. I think there were guys that could get like 15 to 18, but yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I think both of them were probably in the teens at some point, not much of Ichiro. Reyes did yeah. a couple times. I think Reyes also had a mess of steals. He would have had, he yeah. would have had steals to, to, in, in yeah, he had like a 75 steel season. Yes, in he did. It was insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just stole on every time you reach base. But but yeah, I mean, I guess with City Field, City Field's not exactly a batter's ballpark. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense that Reyes never got to 20 home runs. Yeah, I wonder with these guys with steals, they don't even bother going for triples. They just figure they'll, you know, get their single or double and then steal their way to third. So yeah. anyway, yes. But anyway, the correct answer is Jimmy Rollins and Curtis Grandison. Um, so... So that was really, really good pull. All right. Question I wouldn't have two. had Granderson Sorry. if he hadn't been, you know, it, it seems like all these guys just rip apart the twins in that time frame, And those For names sure. pop up pretty quick when I think about <laughs> you know, teams that played against the twins. All right. Question number two. Since 2000, what player has not won the NBA MVP, but has finished in the top 10, 10 times. And in fact, has finished second, third, fourth, Fifth, sixth, and seventh in different seasons, but has never won. I, I'm, if I even say something, you'll be like, "No, Adam, you stupid man." 
He hasn't said it by now. I don't know why he's just <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're checking in. All right, Yoan Santana should be Hall of Famers. Checked in. We heart Jessica Alba. You have about a minute left. Have the wheels fallen off for us? Oh, yeah, and yeah, you don't want to ask me. You don't want to ask me because I'm not offering really any help. I mean, between the two names that you like. That would be Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade, draft classmates. I, I, I like Melo better. Wade has always had the team success. Yeah. So, you know, they, they always say that's not part of it, but it always is in the voting is how well yeah. your team does. Whereas a lot, you know, Carmelo played for a lot of not great teams, but Carmelo would have had the stats. Yeah. Whereas Wade was sharing his numbers with LeBron and with Shaq exactly. and a lot of other guys where Carmelo exactly. was. Where Melo would be thrown up to like a number two, I think easier because of his stats. That's just my. Yeah. My Especially guess. again, to finish all those spots to do it, you know, 10 times, you got to be someone that's mm-hmm. played for a long time. Both of them played. 15 plus well Melo's still playing and i just can't think of anyone else everyone else is coming to mind at least snuck in one mvp award like a kevin garnett like a tim duncan yeah i'd, I'd probably lean mellow as well we'll check in for 100 points with carmelo anthony all right and yoan santana what did you guys have this is uh this one was all ian so i'm gonna let him take this yeah one. i was just trying to think of people who have been in the league for a long time and would have been at the top of their game for a long time and it's like Josh said, and like Scott said, it's just hard because a lot of these people did win one MVP. Like KD won one MVP. James Harden won one MVP. Dirk yep. won an MVP. Westbrook, yeah. Exactly. So the name we ended up checking in with was Chris Paul for 100 points. And once again, one team is receiving points. Yes, the answer is Chris Paul. Uh, and he did on. it with... He did it with four different teams, and he has been remarkably consistent. So there are only a handful of guys who have finished in the top 10, 10 times since 2000. Uh, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kobe, Tim Duncan, but every one of them won an MVP. And yeah. when I went to look and I was like, how is it possible that Chris Paul's never won? And then I was, then I thought this would make a great question because I noticed that he had finished second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh in different years. And I just thought Wild. that was that was pretty incredible. So um, let's make sure we both teams wagered 100 on that one, correct? Correct. And I just want to make sure, uh, We Heart Jessica Alba, you wagered 100 on the last question as well, correct? Yeah, the, the uh, wheels are really falling off. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like this anymore. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> You're not mathematically eliminated. Yeah. Correct. All right. Okay, question three, lucky star. Who is the only player who can claim all of the following on his resume? Olympic gold medalist, Hobie Paker Award, and a Stanley Cup victory. In addition to all of that, he's the first American-born player to have a 100-point season. We're going to check in. All right. Uh, we heard Jessica Alba has checked in. Johan Santana, talk it out for about another minute. So this one, I think, uh, hits me a little more in my uh, small hockey wheelhouse. Like I said, I think this actually goes back. So when you're talking about the Olympic gold and a Hobie Baker winner and all that good stuff, I think the answer is Neil Broughton who won a Hobie Baker when he played for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. He was on the 80 Olympic team. I think he did end up winning a Stanley Cup, but it might have been later in his career because he didn't win one with the North Stars. But um, So, yeah, I think I think the answer is Neil Broughton. You good with that? Yep. All right, we're going to check in with Neil Broughton for 90 points. Okay, and Johan Santana, what you guys have? Adam, have you ever heard of this Neil Bratwurst character? <laughs> he sounds delicious. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is, so I don't. I, I don't yeah. even. I'm a hockey guy. I don't even know what the f- 
a Hobie Baker award is. So the, I'm that's I'm some just, college we'll, thing. We'll get to that college player. Hobie Baker well, is like college hockey. <laughs> you, David. This game. <laughs> that's what Asher Roth said. No, he loved college. Jeez, Adam, you're going to be whistled all over the. Place. I know, I know. That's just that's just that's the the um. Yeah, that that's the, <laughs> our pent up frustration. Yeah, it's the pent up frustration because we've lost quarters. this game. What is it, Neil? Bro- whatever. Vince Hobie, Neil. Did he okay. say Vince Neil? Vince Neil Broughton. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what I'm learning is that any question about Neil, you guys are are toast. I know two Neils: Vince Neil and Neil Fisher. And if ain't one of them, can, can we can we get your answer, please? Uh, yeah. What was it? Oh yeah. Well, Mike Madonna. Uh, yeah. It, it was. It's not Mike Madonna, but we said Mike Madonna. When you think star, you said Lucky Star, and I was like, Madonna's yeah. the only person I know that played for them. So that's what we're going with when we don't know it, and that's what we went with when we didn't know it. Four. How many points? All the points, all the points. Well, one team is receiving points. And yes, my, my category was lucky star. Neil Broughton played for a long time for Minnesota. And then he, and then he played for Dallas and he eventually won a Stanley cup with the devils, I think, but that was towards the end of his career. Although I think he did hit the, the, uh, score the game winning goal. Um, the Hobie Baker is like the Heisman trophy for college hockey. Okay. It's actually relatively rare that a guy is that successful after, after uh playing in in u.s college um because so many of them come from canada obviously they're playing in juniors and all that stuff so anyway yes so neil broughton and he was on the 1980 olympic hockey team josh hit all the key points so that was just you threw that one like right into my wheelhouse Uh, i can't even be mad that he that he did oh yeah that's good he he did a wrestling question for me albeit there was an all i would have liked an alternate question for this one but I didn't I didn't know that he was the first American born player to score 100 points, but I knew he won the Hobie Baker, won the gold medal. He played for the North Stars, you know, so it was like all the things. Were yeah, too, too much of it adds up. At and that he won point. a Stanley Cup. So, you know, it's yeah, I've got I've got my Venmo open. Who? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And in, in inside baseball, real quick, that I thought Matt was going to be on, and I was purposely planning to put Matt and Josh on separate teams because I figured they would run with this one. So, unfortunately, the game has gotten away from us a little bit here, <laughs> but we have uh, chances for a, a moral victory for for uh, we are Jessica Who? Alba. You mean by not no. getting zero? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can't the, get zero. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is the kind of question that David writes that I hope Scott likes. So we'll see what happens. Question number four. This used to be my playground. So, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. There have been several number one overall pick quarterbacks who have won the Super Bowl. Elway, both Mannings, Terry Bradshaw, et cetera. But who were the only two quarterbacks who were taken number one overall and won Super Bowl rings, but only as backups? We're checked in. All right. We heard Jessica Alba is checked in. Johan Santana. You have about a minute. We're, no, we're 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 not going to talk this out. I just okay. didn't want them to talk it out because then I felt like they might talk themselves into it. We're not going to finish with zero either way, Adam. So yeah, congrats. At least you're not going to have that on your resume. <laughs> if this goes further back than than where I think it is, then I wouldn't have known it anyway because who cares? But I know one is Drew Bledsoe. I asked a question about the last five guys drafted number one to win a Super Bowl with the team they were drafted by, and he was in it. So I know once Drew Bledsoe, and I'm, I know David Carr backed up Eli Manning on the Giants for several years. Don't know if it was during either of their Super Bowl years, but I'm just hoping it was. So we checked in with Drew Bledsoe and David Carr for 100 points. All right, and Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. What did you guys have? We got to those same two um, 
I asked Ian, I said, because I thought Carr was a backup and I thought it was maybe with the Giants. And oh, yeah. When I asked that, Ian's like, oh, yep, yep. And then we were thinking a little longer and then we got to Drew Bledsoe and I was trying to remember, was he, because I know he got injured and it's like, did he come back? Was he back he did, for the playoffs? I thought he was back for the playoffs. So we also yep. said Carr and Bledsoe for 100. Well done. And I'm glad both teams got there and both teams will be receiving their 100 points. Yeah, that's exactly right. So David Carr sort of flamed out and he ended up going to the Giants and he was a backup for a long time for Eli Eli Manning and Drew Bledsoe, of course, backed up Tom Brady. Um, He had played in a Super Bowl earlier, but the Patriots didn't win. So yes, and both were number one overall picks, of course. So well done to both teams. I mean, to to be fair, I think a lot of... uh quarterbacks would have a hard time excelling when they got sacked as much as David Carr got sacked at the beginning of his career. So, you know, flaming out, I, I think he got just, you know, no, he got, he got beat up. He got <laughs> so, beat up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That guy never had a chance. Nope. Okay. Well, our game has mercifully come to an end and here are the final scores. We heart Jessica Alba was doing great until the wheels fell off and they ended up with 220 points. Still respectable for getting the last question. And our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted David Carr Award with 805 points is Johan Santana should be a Hall of Famer. Well done to both teams. Anything you guys want to talk about before we call it a night? And by the way, that was an audible. It was going to be the Drew Bledsoe Award, but I figured since Ian won, we should make it the David Carr Award. So there you go. I changed the award at the last minute. Uh, Ian or Adam, why don't you guys go first? What, anything you guys want to say before we call it a night? I'll jump in first so Ian can have the last word. He is the winner of the night. He is well-deserved. Thank you guys for having me. I was a last minute addition and I really appreciate having you guys or having all having, I really appreciate being on. I'm sorry. I'm so used to saying it the other way around because I am in the host of too many podcasts, but I'm not going to mention them again because just go back and reverse and listen to the beginning of this podcast. Start it from the top. It's that fantastic of a show. I love bench warmers, even though I suck at it. I love this show. So thank you guys for having me. I'll say it since he didn't, because I said it at the beginning of the show, go listen to Blast From Our Past. Go listen to Throwback Trivia Takedown. I love it. I suck at it, but I love it. (laughs) Um, So go back and listen to that. Thank you for being a last-minute addition, Adam, and for teaming with me. Um, This was a fun game. That was a pleasure, sir. We came out of the box. real. We're we're like that flamethrower pitcher who is perfect through like four innings, right? Second time around the lineup. Nope, just starts giving up home runs. That's exactly what we did in this game. We <laughs> were perfect until halftime and did not do much after that. So, um, but either way, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's a pleasure teaming with you. Glad I could lead you to your first loss. Ian, <laughs> glad I could help you to your first win. Um, I'm good for something on this podcast. So that's <laughs> well done. That was perfect. Ian, how about you? Yeah, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. It's been too long. And Josh, thank you for carrying me through. Oh, don't, 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 don't even. (laughs) You, you were the all-star tonight. But you knew Bratwurst. So I I knew Neil Broughton and I had enough other things to to get you there, but you had some that you fired over to me right away. So no, this is, you were the all-star tonight, sir. All right. I'm just glad I picked up my first win and I'm glad that the Mets question didn't cost me the win. So all good. Looking forward to coming back soon. See if I can get myself to 500. Yeah, for sure. 
I always welcome back both of you. Yeah. So Adam and Ian, I want to thank you both for your support for the David, podcast. You're not going to let me say anything. You're oh, sorry. I thought you, I thought you did already. Go ahead. No, Josh. I just jumped in to just correct him saying that I like that. Oh, I carry all right, him. All right, no. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, I don't need to say anything at all. Go ahead. I'm go impressed because I'm, I'm not a slight guy, but Ian definitely, he carried me. I picked up a couple answers along the way, but for the most part, he carried me to, to the win today. I want to thank both Adam and Ian. Thank you guys for being patrons part of our team we really appreciate that i know that uh, anytime people are willing to throw a few bucks our way to help us with our costs we really we really appreciate that so thank you guys and thank you to all the other patrons out there and if anybody else wants to support us you can uh, find us on patreon but also those of you who um, maybe can't afford to that's all right thank you for listening we've been doing this for a little over two years now isn't that kind of crazy it's been a little over two years and I'm still as excited as I was from the very beginning and seeing the participation on the bench and all that good stuff. Just, we can't thank everybody who's hearing our voices. Like, why would you want to listen to any of our voices? Except maybe Scott when he sings, because, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's better than my singing voice. Trust me. But yeah, thank you everybody. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm just in one of those moods tonight. So a win, you know, helps make me feel all, you know. Josh has the warm and fuzzies here at the end. Guys. I do, I do. See, I don't get emotional often, but you know, after a win, I will. Ian's Ian's his quarterback. <laughs> Josh is Josh is cracking open the champagne and pouring over his own head right now to celebrate the win. Yeah, that's why I didn't want Josh to go because he now has stolen all my thunder and said everything I was going to say. So yeah, but I'm I do want to second that to especially to Adam and Ian for coming on the show, making it a great time. This was, this was a ton of fun. Thanks for indulging me with my questions. Sometimes they, the questions go off the rails before the answers do sometimes. So, so thanks for hanging in there. I appreciate that. And uh, to all of our listeners, right. I'll echo what Josh said. It's, it's fun to do this. Please, please contact us. If you want to come on the show, even if you, don't give us money. We just pay attention to the people who give us money first, but anybody <laughs> can come on the show. <laughs> so with that, I'll thank everybody for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.